to the Bean Ninjas podcast, where you get an all-access pass to see what happens behind the closed doors of a fast-growing global bookkeeping and financial reporting business. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Bean Ninjas podcast. Today, I'm recording a solo episode, and I'm digging into some decisions we've made at Beanages where at the beginning of the year, pre-COVID, I was focusing on building out our education business unit. And since the pandemic, we've reflected and done some analysis on our business. And so the education business unit is going in a different direction. And I wanted to give you an update on that, but also talk through my thought process as to how I approach that problem. Something else I wanted to mention is that we're going to be changing up the format of the podcast. Previously, we've been producing a range of different types of content on a weekly basis. We've had expert guest interviews, we've had solo episodes, and then we've had various team members come on for co-hosted episodes as well. And you've heard from different team members like my business partner, Wayne, as well as Michael and Anne, who recently did a Working in Public episode. And then we've had various other Beanages team members come on for different episodes. We're going to be moving to a series format. And we have an upcoming series covering the topic of e-commerce businesses. And we'll have another series around agencies. And the reason that we're doing this is that we feel by producing a series we can think through how all of the, the episodes in that series, and then maybe it's five weeks, maybe it's 10 weeks, it'll, it'll depend on what the topic is, but we can think through how all of those episodes best fit together and what we want to teach or what we want to convey or what is interesting related to this topic and then bringing in the right guest experts as well as experience or knowledge from the Beanages team to, to tie those series together. So that's a format that we're going to be experimenting with and we'll have, we may have a gap between the release of this episode and the beginning of the first series. So bear with us. We want to make sure that these series are of a really high quality and we'll share more information when the first episode in this new format is up and ready to go. Right, so I'm going to jump into the reflections that I have about our education business and why we've changed it around a little bit. And and I like to think of, of uh, a particular quote, when life throws you lemons, fake lemonade. And for many of us, COVID and the pandemic, the lock, lockdown, that was the lemons. And, and in some respects, it's, it's hard to make lemonade from that situation, but there, there are stories and I do love hearing them of people pivoting their businesses or adapting. And, and I also want to acknowledge that in some cases it's very difficult to do that. If you're running a hospitality business or something in tourism, then I also wanted to acknowledge that it, it can be really difficult to adapt and, and through no fault of your own, your business may have been impacted. About four months ago, I released a podcast episode, episode number 88, with F, a Beanages team member, and we were talking about why we decided to spin off Beanages education into a different business unit at Beanages. We've already been publishing and running courses since March of 2019, but now rather than bundling up 
core sales alongside of our bookkeeping and advisory services, we're going to spin this off into a different business unit. And I'm going to take us back to a little bit of audio from episode 88, where Anf and I are talking about a gap that we see in the market when it comes to education. I mean, coming from a business background myself and being an entrepreneur for getting close to a decade now, um, you know, we're always looking to learn how do we do our business better? How do we get to the point of scale? How do we, you know, find product market fit and all these different things? Um, And there's really two paths that that you can really go down. One is your traditional um, academic path, which is to go to a university or some TAFE or some kind of institution uh, and then pay thousands of dollars to try and access that that learning um, and now, uh, you know, then you walk away with a degree of some sort and then, then you got to go do the real work, which is actually go and do the business, right? Um, and that's where there's a discrepancy between what you're learning because a lot of the material could be out of date. It could be like, I remember when I did my uh, degree, you know, what I learned in terms of coding and, and those sort of things. I was learning uh, languages that were written 20, 30 years ago uh, and, you know, unless I was planning to work for a hospital or a government, then it'd be, uh, it'd be really hard for me to find any work in that area, right? And I'm seeing That's that. Such a great, yeah. Such a great point. And it's the same for me as an accountant. Three years at university, really, that that just helped me to get the job. And that's when the real learning started, was actually on-site learning from people, from practitioners, people that were, were doing it. 100%. training. Yeah, and that relates to mentorship, right? So where do you go to find a mentor? And then as, as you and I know, there are mentor programs out there, people who are selling mentorship or mastermind groups uh, online or, or in a, your local city. Uh, again, but accessing, access, accessing a mentor can be expensive because they're charging, you know, $1,000 an hour or whatever they charge. Uh, and it's particularly, you know, if you're trying to get to, like if you wanted to work with Richard Branson, like it's not an easy thing to do to get him, first of all. And then secondly, you, you, to get onto Necker Island, you'll literally have to pay like $100,000 to be there, right? So um, these were kind of the gaps that were happening in entrepreneur space. Next, I wanted to address our decision of why we wanted to create a separate business unit. And part of my thought process was that I wanted the business unit to be profitable in its own right and not just have our online courses serving as lead generators to other parts of the business. I actually wanted the courses and the cost of running that business unit to be profitable in its own right. Another decision relates to my strategy of wanting to bring in leaders who can run business units and have really clear visibility over how their business unit is performing. And if the accounts are all mixed in, um, then it becomes difficult to do that. Uh, And lastly, it creates the potential for the leaders who are running these business units to to be involved in profit share or or maybe even in equity down the track, depending on where things go. Another reason that we decided to spin off this business unit and also for Amp to move out of the marketing role where he'd been doing some brilliant work at at News and moving into a community and education was partly related to Anf's desire to move in that direction. And he's got multiple skill sets, some related to marketing, but some also related to education and to community building. And that was an area that he wanted to pursue and to get more experience and build his, his skill set. And I thought it would be a shame to lose a valuable team member like Anf. And so I thought about, well, is there a way we can make this happen within Big Ninjas? 
So everything was was going along well. We'd we'd put in place our our strategic plan for the business, and I, I like to do that seven day startup style when things are are pretty new and fresh. I don't want to spend hours and hours planning, but I think it's important to have some kind of goal in mind. And I think with a new business or a new business unit, you adapt pretty quickly and you learn and iterate as you go. So we spent a little bit of time on the planning and then it was really getting down to business and making things happen. So things were, things were going well. We were starting to run uh, Facebook ads and Google ads to our courses and then everything was building up to a course launch week and the week that we were due to have the big launch was actually the week that the the world really discovered COVID. And so that was a terrible time to be launching. People weren't buying things. And I think partly we we hadn't quite nailed our messaging as well. And it was the first time that we ran had been running ads. So overall, our first course launch wasn't a success, but I think that there's a lot that we can learn from it. Then as part of the analysis that we would do. So Wayne, my business partner, and I identified that the economy was changing, the market was changing, and this was around April of 2020, and we really needed to dive deep back into and look internal, look in, in, into the mechanics of B-Ninjas. And so we did quite a lot of analysis. Uh, we built out cash flow forecasts with different scenarios around what would it look like if we lost 10% of our customer base or if we lost 50%. And it was an uncertain time and we weren't really sure where things were going to go. It was also a good chance to step back and, and look at our business with more of a bird's eye view. And we looked into, well, where is the future? Where, where do we see things moving in the accounting industry? Where are the opportunities? What industries are we working with, like e-commerce? And, and where are the opportunities for us? And Part of that thought process was realizing that we wanted to specialize in e-commerce businesses and also with agencies and that in order to do that, we needed and to do that well and to serve bigger clients, we needed to go back and look at a lot of our processes. And that meant we, we need to look at our brand and our website. We need to look at our sales process and how can we personalize things more if we're trying to target bigger customers who have different expectations and we need to review the way that we're onboarding and our delivery and communication and our full customer experience. And maybe we even need some different team members with some different skill sets. And so all of this thinking made me realise that I needed to focus my attention on helping us to adapt, helping the core business of being ninjas to adapt and succeed in a different world. And that also meant when I was looking at the education business and we were burning cash at, at that point because we had a, a full-time team member AMF running that business unit, but we weren't making enough core sales at that time to cover the costs of doing that together with the marketing and advertising costs. And I think during a recession or during times of uncertainty, it's not the right time to be burning cash and we weren't sure how long it was going to take for us to figure out the, the the paid advertising strategies for us to be able to ramp up ad spend to to get to that point where we could cover ads wages. So, I, in thinking that through, I realised we needed to 
double down on what was working, which is the core Beaninger's business. We need to protect our cash reserves. And then while I still believe in education and the future of that industry, um, and I wanted to continue selling our two financial literacy products, which are the financial foundations course for small businesses, which is the DIY course, self-paced online learning, and then the Know Your Numbers mentorship program, which is the group program. I wanted to keep those running. I didn't think it was the time to really focus on building that business unit. And decisions like that are difficult to make. There's a lot of different factors to consider. And part of that process was also talking to Ev about where where could he shift in the business to help us achieve these, follow or follow this different path. And so what that means is for now, we haven't fully shut down the education business unit, but we've just diverted our attention away from that. And we're putting a little bit of effort into courses like our upcoming Know Your Numbers group mentorship program that's happening, that kicks off on the 3rd of August. But Anf has come back in to the core part of the business to help us run projects like a customer experience review, moving to a new CRM. He's helping us with projects like that. And I feel really lucky that we, we have adaptable and very capable team members like Ant who are not only capable of, of moving into different areas of the business but also willing to do that and move where, where he was needed in the business. So I hope that, that this reflection and thought process has been useful for you and probably you, you might not have the, the exact same situation but I think what was important here was what one was moving quickly and we this, this decision-making process happened over a period of something like four to six weeks and some of you may say, well, that doesn't sound fast, but we had a fair bit of analysis to do in terms of the cash flow forecast we all, and then also multiple conversations with Wayne and I and with team members like Anne. So, so moving quickly, I think, was important. And another was just just being aware that, for me, it was a period of uncertainty. And so the main priority was that Beamages would come out on the other side of that in a strong position with our core team intact, our brand and our client base. And things have actually worked out so far much better than we expected. But going through that thought process really gave me confidence that we were going to be in a strong position, even if we really were hit hard and we were to lose 50% of our clients, we would still have made it out the other side. I'd love to hear any questions or comments about this episode or maybe some stories from you about tough decisions that you had to make during the pandemic, the lockdown or the, the, the fallout from that or if you had any comments or questions about my thought process here. I'd love to hear that as well. Want to better understand your business, make better financial decisions, and also drive more profit? If yes, then understanding your numbers is key to achieving these goals. If you're like most business owners, you've never studied accounting and you've never been taught how to really understand the critical numbers in your business or how to use them to make effective decisions, grow revenue, improve profitability, and increase cash. That's why we created the Be Ninjas Know Your Numbers course. 
And here's what business coach Justine Cox shared about her experience with the training. Probably the biggest impact for me, I found the course amazing. Uh, one, it was a bit of a refresher. I've been using Zero for a while, but it really helped me to know the pieces of Zero that I should focus on and, and how that can help me in my business. The first thing I was able to do is hand over a lot of the data entry and the processing tasks to the VA. So that saved me probably two to three hours a week. So that's the first um, win for us. But really what I wanted to focus on was the financial reporting. Um, I wasn't doing a lot of that and now I am. And the one thing that we've implemented that has made a huge difference for me understanding where the numbers are at in my business is the profit first principles and that cash flow management. And so setting up uh, an extra business account, I was kind of halfway there, but it has been amazing. It's uh, one, I can stop worrying about money because now I know exactly what I've got to spend where. Uh, and, And two, I am proud of the fact that I've actually started to put away some profit. So that's been amazing. So if you're someone who might be getting overwhelmed with the idea of going into your zero file and not really knowing knowing what's going on money-wise with your business, or you just want a simple way to understand zero and finances for your own peace of mind, our Know Your Numbers course can help. You'll have a rare chance to work closely with an accountant and also have the support of other like-minded business owners who are going through the program. Head to beninjas.com forward slash know your numbers to learn more about our course and register to receive updates about our next enrollment period. That's beanninjas.com forward slash know your numbers or one word.